Hi. Hi. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good, you know. I know. Is there a game tonight? Is that why you're wearing that? When I moved to Edmonton from Toronto, this really nice regular that I had, um, like, you know, the really nice kind. He was yes. like, oh, you're moving to Edmonton? I have this like Taylor Hall jersey. I'll give it to you. It's brand new. I don't know why he had this jersey. It turns out to be a McDavid jersey. And he gave it to me and he's like, wear this with pride. So <laughs> I've never worn it before. And I was like, yo, I got to start wearing this. It's going to become my thing. It's kind of scary to wear a jersey if it's uh, like if you're not used to it or you feel like a poser because you don't really care about the team. But wearing a jersey is kind of dope. Like, I think I look cool. Oh, I was fully about it when you first signed on and I don't know a lot about hockey at all but that's a number that's never going to go out of style even if he was to switch teams it wouldn't matter at all no it's I think it's iconic I feel like in the hockey world yeah it's like like a Gretzky it's like a Smith Smith I think there's a Smith I think there's at least two it's Ryan Smith the Ryan Smith I think the thing in Edmonton okay I talk about this sometimes Letty Edmonton doesn't have any real celebrities so the Oilers by default are the celebrities here like an oil a guy that plays on the Oilers here that's like not even that good at hockey is like Jennifer Aniston in Edmonton hi we have Michael J Fox what Michael J Fox is from Edmonton (laughs) look it up google it right now (laughs) What is Michael J. Fox even in, though? I think he's in Back to the Future. Oh, my God. He's from Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. How do you find in Calgary? Can you give me, like, like what's it like there versus Edmonton? Because I've thought about not moving back to Toronto, not Vancouver. I think Calgary might be the vibe. Okay. It's hard because we moved at the beginning of October. And it's obviously like in the thick of COVID. So normally we would be going out and like trying all these different places and like actively pursuing things to do in Calgary. Mm -hmm. We can't really do that. Mm -hmm. We're going outside. Sure. We're going for walks. Sure. But I don't really have a good taste of what the city is like, but everything I've heard so far. And like, I obviously me and you know a bit about Calgary because it was a hop, skip and a jump away when we were in Edmonton, but it is more lively here. And just even like walking downtown, it actually makes me feel like I'm in Toronto or Vancouver. It's just like, I'm such a, I'm such a city girl. I love being surrounded by buildings and cement. I don't want to see a tree. I don't want to see a bush. I want to see trash on the sidewalk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I have this like romanticization in my head that I'm going to like move to the country, but I'm never going to fucking move to the country. I'm a city rat. I love it. Do you think you'd like it though? All those lumberjack pics you post. Um, I love the bit. Like I, like, like, I would love, love, love. Like when I first moved here, I was on Tinder and hinged all of them searching for a cowboy to oh, yeah. just like be able to have the ranch experience. Like, cause COVID wasn't as bad in, you know, September. I thought like, if I can match with one of these and make sure he's not a murderer, I could go for like a week and like live my life could be a Hallmark movie. So oh. I was going for that hard, but then unfortunately a lot of them are <laughs> scary. Um, and they're not as hot as in the Hallmark movies. And they're also like, they're, they're like, I'm looking for a conservative, like wife, woman. I have three children and I'm like, yeah, no. no. <laughs> so the idea, but I had the idea for it. I think I like the bit. Like I'd love to like pretend to be a rancher's wife, like in the books for like an hour and then go home to Toronto. Are, have you gotten into conspiracies at all over COVID? I haven't, but a- like, secretly- 
but a close family member has, which has inadvertently made me get, cause I'm like, where is this person thinking from? Where is this coming from? Yeah. So then, yeah, I've been looking into it only because I'm trying to like rationalize with this person in my life. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my God, they're so addictive. It's like for something for COVID, I'm like, okay, there are all the experts telling you this, but then like some of the experts are straying from the pack and telling you a different thing. Okay. So I can see how people get so into them because they're so addictive. Or I kind of do think it was made in a lab though. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Like that's probably, (laughs) that's, Listen, I think it's real. I'm like, I'm a mask wearer. I am like, I've stayed in my house. Like, like, you know, I'm a true believer in COVID and I respect it. And I listen to healthcare professionals, but I think that it, it could have been made in a lab. But then that's not hurting anyone. It's like, no. you can think that, but you're doing all the right things. And exactly. like, even at the end of the day, if it, if it was a total hoax or whatever, it's like, so what? I had to put on a mask to go to the grocery store. Like my life didn't change. And I know people have been truly affected by it, but I'm like, yeah, then that doesn't matter. You can think what you want to think. The, the mask I have loved in Edmonton because I've run into so many people from my junior high and high school that don't, that don't know they've seen me. That's perfect. I feel like I'm at like Southgate or Wham or Safeway or wherever, and I'm just like incog fucking neato. Like no one, no one knows. Is it, what's yeah. your boyfriend? Is he Italian? No, no, he is a white. He is alabaster from head to toe. Like he's like a me, like a European. He actually is like a, he is like a you. He's uh, got some ginger in his beard. I guess he's technically, if you wanted to go back to which country, it'd be like. Ireland because he's super freckly too oh he's like super pale yeah I've been trying to embrace my paleness but it's hard I look like I'm dead so often that it's like because I like I'm you know people will say oh alabaster skin and stuff but if you have that kind of white white skin you you are the same color as when regular people die (laughs) naturally like I am the same color and it's weird to romanticize that too like people romanticize that shit and it's weird are you that pale though? I'm that I, like, white. Like, I don't think you've really seen, like, you want to see my stomach a little bit? Like, yeah. Like, cause I, so usually also when normal people see me, when I allow any photo to be taken, I am fake tanned or I have body makeup on. Of like course. that's how pale I am. Like, and like, even this is like, I'm tinted. Yeah. So like, like, yeah, you can't, the lighting's not that good, but yeah, like it's white. Like It's whiter than your face. It's whiter than your face. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's it's white. Like, and if you get it in a sun, like if I went outside in the snow and it reflected on me, you couldn't see me. Oh my gosh. Like on beaches, you know how everyone's smiling? I'm the same color as the sand. Like, it's like, it's not good. But, but you got the light eyes. You got the yeah, light eyes. I, and I don't think being pale, pale is that bad. It's just, you know, in certain lighting, it's a, it's a problem. You always want what you can't have. Always want what you can't have. Because I would kill for your eyes. I would scoop them out with a melon baller. Really? 100%. I always say to I always say to Ian that like he has like green eyes and it would be perfect if they got my skin, his eyes. It's not going to happen. These bad boys are going to overpower every. They, they might not though because you could have an ancestor with blue eyes that just lives inside of your eggs. Oh. And, and then the sperm and the egg will come. And 
Okay, wait, I want to hear about one of your worst auditions because I feel like those are the most exciting stories. My worst audition ever was this Turtles commercial audition in Toronto. It's like this young girl, like like early 20s and her dad or like her wedding day. No, he so he always gives her a box of turtles on every period of her life. So like she turns five, he gets her a box of turtles. She, on her wedding day, she graduates college is always a box of turtles. And then like, he's on his deathbed and he like brings out this box of turtles and is like, and she's like, sad. <laughs> so the guy though, before, and we have to act out like each scene, but it's all like um, silent on camera. So we're like miming all these moments with each other, right? On camera. And the guy that's running the casting brings us in and is like, okay, so if you guys can't convey this properly, I'm going to think you're shit actors. Was he the casting director? Or is he just like an assistant? I hope he was an assistant. Um, I, you know what? I, I think he was just running it because I had been to that casting office a lot and he wasn't there that much anyway. So I shit the bed. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just so weird. Cause like he, like he claps and then you go from like basically a tableau (laughs) it's like grade 12 drama you go from like a tableau of like this old and you're acting with this old random man that you just met it was so weird and then uh he was just like thank you like halfway through my tableaus and I left and like basically he told me I was a bad actor at a turtles audition and I was like fuck that sucked but it was kind of funny like it wasn't like you know I've gone into auditions with accents I'm bad at and like gotten halfway through and they're like leave But I hit a point where I just didn't care about that stuff anymore. But I think that's when you really fly. I think with acting, like you have to fail. Uh, You really have to be pretty pathetic to be talented. Like I I think that there's a direct correlation with failing so badly and humiliating yourself so many times that one day you wake up, you're funnier and more talented than you were before. I always said that I needed a struggle story to tell James Lipton on Inside the Actors Studio. And now he de- he's dead, but you do like also story hive. Do you know what story hive is? No. So it's this uh, TELUS funded. They fund like a bunch of different genres of um, they'll have like competitions and then you vote for your favorite one and then they'll fund it up to like a certain dollar amount. But they just posted this quote yesterday. I think it was. I'll just bring it up so I don't butcher it. If you haven't failed at filmmaking yet, then you probably weren't being ambitious enough. Yeah, but like, I just wanted to book a fucking Turtles commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the inspiration. Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana. What? Kristen Stewart's playing Princess Diana in this new movie called like Lady Spencer or some shit. Yeah. The thing I'm most scared of. Okay. So her, I'm going to show you actually what she looks like because the, the, some of the promo came out yesterday and she looks like, uh, she doesn't look bad. She looks like she could be convincing. The only thing I'm scared of is she's going to do the Kristen Stewart eye thing instead of the Princess Diana eye thing. So like, I feel like Princess Diana's eye thing is like, I'm, oh, I'm so innocent. I'm asking you a question. And Kristen Stewart's eye thing is like anxiety, like shifty. Yeah. You know, you're going to be like, I'll give anyone a chance. I'll give anyone a chance. I mean, look at Zac Efron playing that, um, playing, uh that's serial killer jeff something do you know what i'm talking about yeah the one that uh killed all the people that with people think are hot i don't think serial killers are hot he looks like the guy though okay this is kristen stewart oh she looks fucking good i know i didn't have faith in her until i saw this pic if you had not told me that was kristen stewart 
I would have thought that was Princess Diana. I know. Hands down. I know. Okay, so you got that part of the way, but now hopefully she can do the rest. She took one photo as Princess Diana and it seemed pretty legit. I think a, I, I want her to succeed. What a huge role, because that hasn't been done. I don't In the think. crown, they did it. The crown. Oh, they, they did? did? Yeah, but uh, that's TV. That's not the same, I think, as a film. Yeah. How, have you watched Bridgerton? No, I haven't. I have to get into Me it. Me neither. I think we're too old for it. I mean, I think I'm still going to do it just because everyone and their fucking dog is talking about it. And yeah. everyone's talking about the sex scenes, I think. How did you feel about uh, that Italian one in the summer? 365 days. That's what it was called? 365 days? Where that uh, Sicilian mafia guy kidnaps the white chick and he fucks her on a boat for like a year. <laughs> You've never seen that? <laughs> Sky, yeah, when it comes to Sky, when it comes to this, you are way more Italian than me because you are like, you're you're a soprano head. You have your favorite movie is The Godfather. Yes, I just got those tidbits from last week's or two weeks ago, I guess episode. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen any of The Godfathers. I have never watched The Sopranos. I think my dad would play in the background when he had me for like every other weekend. But I honestly am such a faux Etel. It's not even funny. This isn't, no, but 365 Days isn't an Italian movie. It's legit like a porno on Netflix. It's like, I watched it. You watched it for that reason, not because you're Italian. I honestly thought I would have watched it too, but I've never even heard about it until now. So this, so this guy kidnaps this girl and he's hot. He's hot. I'm with you. So usually hot guys don't kidnap girls, but he kidnaps her and he's like, you have a, and he's like a mob boss, but like billion dollar family. So like you never see him really doing any mob shit. It's weird to me because I don't really find that stuff like sexy, but not the real sex, but like the kidnap stuff, like that fantasy is like scary to me. Like, (laughs) I like don't want to fantasize about that. And the sex that they had was like just normal sex, but the girls, like all the girls that watched it made it sound like it was like this crazy sex. Netflix. Is it a TV show or just like a This is se- This or- is like an hour and a half. <laughs> this is like an hour and a half of your life that you have not. <laughs> I would have just thought because it was like a lot of memes and jokes came from it that you would know about it. God damn. Would you say that you're funnier than Ian? Yeah, right? Yeah, and he would say the same thing. Okay, so I'm wondering as a funny chick, should you date someone that's not as funny so you can be the funnier one and they have other things that they bring to the relationship? You know what? I think people are really funny, but they don't realize it. So a funny person being one half of the relationship brings out like a really clever, funny person and the other person. And maybe that's just my experience, but like a dry humor person or just to describe him funny would be in like top five, but he wouldn't say that about himself. What would he say his characteristics are? So he would describe himself as probably analytical, which is a very analytical way to describe himself. super fun um he would probably say he's laid back like mellow and i, I would i was I, mellow you, you don't think you are um, in a relationship uh in the with the right relationship yeah i'd be mellow with yeah. the right guy i'd be mellow see i wouldn't describe myself myself as mellow but i mean if i'm thinking just between ian and i i would like I've never been, well, it sounds so cheesy, but it's a trust thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I have such a strong opinion about this. If you got into a relationship, would you feel comfortable and you felt really good with that person? Like you could trust them. Would you feel comfortable hearing about their exes? Um, okay. So this is a great point. Um, 
you know right away when a man is obsessed with you and in love with you and and you are better than ever not better better for him than any other girl he's ever touched right you know that so quickly that um I wouldn't mind no with the right guy because all like you know god bless the broken road that led me straight to you you know I feel like I wouldn't care if he was obsessed with me however I have seen guys that I know they're still in love with their ex-girlfriends in that way where they just are and they really like you but there's they're not they're not as afraid of losing you as guys that are like fully, fully, fully obsessed. Like, cause it's trust is black and white almost. I think it really is. It really is. And it's easy for me to say, cause I really feel like I found my person, but I, when you, when they say like, you're supposed to be best friends with the person you spend the rest of your life with. And like, I talk about my exes and my past with my best friends mm-hmm. And, but I think what you hit on is exactly it because a lot of women in my life, at least don't have a good enough radar for when the person they're dating is infatuated with them or not. And then they'll fall too hard, too fast. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking up here on my fucking long-term relationship throne, but no, but I know, like I've even unfortunately had guys that I don't feel that way towards that feel that way towards me. What were your privates called when you were a kid? (laughs) Um, <laughs> my vagina, <laughs> I'm turning red, was called a snipper. A snipper? S-N-I-double-P-E-R? Yes, and a penis was a pecker. A snipper and a pecker. Wait, a pecker? <laughs> I'm literally crying. Yeah, a snipper and a pecker. Why was it called a snipper? <laughs> like a snipper sounds like it's gonna eat something up. Like maybe that's why they called it a snipper. Like don't put anything like, up there. Yeah, I think of it as like a whipper snipper. Oof, that was good. <laughs> what what was yours? Ours was like this like bastardized Italian nickname. And for both, we would say Papia. Papia. Really? Your papilla in my papilla. Papilla was most commonly for vagina. And then uh, the boys was Pisolino. Oh, makes sense. Pisolino. Pisolino. But really, it's like, if we're talking about it, why not just teach me the right words? Okay, but this is, okay, a lot of the now sex positive, like, movements are all about teaching children anatomically correct names for their peepees. What do you think about that? I don't know, like, because... It was funny as a child that I called it a snipper. I mean, we just had a gag about it. And whoever came up with that, like. <laughs> Actually went on a few dates with a guy whose fetish was jealousy. Like he loved oh, it to was be. A full, though. He loved to be like cuckolded. Oh, see that so is next level. He was a perfect gentleman. And I told my mom about him and my mom creeped him. He's perfect for me, right? Like he's like tall, handsome, super successful, like hot. Then like the third date is this lunch date. And we had like a late lunch and a walk or something. And he goes, so I really like you and I want this to work out. Um, But if we were together, I'd want to watch you have sex with other men. Yeah. (laughs) This is like before. So, so I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'd want to watch you have sex with other men. Exclusively or like as a fun Saturday night activity? Um, uh, like 
as much as I think he could get away with. See that for me personally would not work. No. <laughs> so that's what I said to him. I was like, thank you so much for being honest with me, but, uh, I couldn't do it. And, and I knew it wouldn't work out then, but great guy. And I'm happy he told me, but then my mom is like, why'd you break up with him? Like, why can, why won't you see him? Blah, blah, blah. Like, like, come on, you're being too picky. Give him a chance or whatever. And he's so handsome, like give him more. And I had to be like, I finally had to be like, mom, he wanted me to fuck other men. And yeah. she was like, <laughs> in her Edmonton world, that's like nuts. She was just like, she's been with my dad since she was 19. She was just like, that i have that same relationship with my mom where if it came to it i could just tell her and we'd have and we'd have a gag about it like what at real restaurants as a kid i just went to zeller's restaurant oh my god i thought old spaghetti factory was the fucking nicest restaurant i'd ever been in and i still love the old spaghetti factory and boston pizza we would fuck with it all the time and like everything was there like the menu was so big what's your go-to boston pizza bandera pizza bread it's it's not even one of their main pizzas it's an appetizer yeah i'm gonna say i've had bandera bread before uh the jambalaya fettuccine is what gets me <laughs> their pastas are weirdly disgusting but perfect oh, amazing so i love good. boston pizza they and their app oh yeah and i think it's such a staple like that was a very alberta thing to potato do. skins i would when i lived in toronto i would go to the one boston pizza in central toronto which was across from the rogers center with like one of my friends from calgary yeah she and got we'd, it we'd go to boston pizza we'd get fucking huge bud lights and just crush bandera bread and the the fucking potato skins that dip into the sauce that sauce yeah. it's like sour cream and garlic it was so good we would crush pizza we get it all nostalgic thing to do for me yeah same with tim hortons though like when i, I hate Vic- that i love tim hortons but i love the feeling of tim hortons that trashy canadian oh my god and like for a dollar i can have a full meal well not really but <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the under ten dollars under ten dollars and the way that they they way that they cream cheese the bagel there is like elite and is for- there anyone from high school that you would go back and fuck and you don't have to name names, obviously. Um, uh, um, that's a really good question. I've actually had a lot of guys from high school come back into my life. Oh, I'm not even fucking surprised. Um, you give me hints and I'll try and guess. Actually, like, tried to keep, he kept messaging me in, like, September about golf. He would, like, give me golf advice. It was really weird. I'm not surprised any of your exes slid back into your DMs. Like, that was bound to happen when you had that glow up. Yeah. And I just, I think like with, with, because I unlock the keys to glowing up, I like, I, my, I know what to strive for in my relationship with myself. So I'll continue to become a better mm-hmm. version of myself. Cause that's, is what I strive for even in bad times. You know what I mean? I think you have that too, where like, we'll just continue getting better. Even there'll be trying times in our life, no doubt. But like that thing is in us where we want to yeah. become better people all the time. I really value that I have some sort of version of that too, because I feel so resilient because of it. And yes. like, even though I would be devastated if the relationship I'm in now were to end, mm-hmm. I'd have to be okay on the other side of it. And yeah. like, like me being done and like canceled for the rest of my lifetime is just not an option for me. You That's have to how move I on. Feel. Exactly. It's realistic. Exactly. So I'm just always striving for that. I don't know. Like who was hot? Who like wasn't hot in high school? That's hot now. Usually people who are really hot, uh, as kids, like very beautiful people are just kind of boring. 
I think so too. Cause they- they're not really mean. They don't have anything to be mean or bitter about. They've always been hot. They're just boring. I'm honestly really grateful for like kids don't have um like my little siblings have never looked bad. Like they're not going through any like blue eyeshadow phase or like pencil thin eyebrow phase, eyebrow phase. Like we went through it's because it's like Instagram and stuff and they know it's cool, but I'm like grateful for those gross pictures me too. Me. and I always think of the one and you were really small and not it was out of your control the ones with your pigtails I oh the one where I was really ugly like don't, you don't need to be nice the one where like I'm a child I wouldn't even say you were ugly though you were you were you were small it's not like you put those pigtails in yourself like someone did it to you <laughs> when I, oh yeah, that's exactly it. Why did I picture the pigtails being braided and going up like fucking Pollyanne Sue? Because I like I look really, yeah. This is, yeah. That's you know what's crazy? I've never had braces. My teeth just fucking figured themselves out. Like, You've never had braces? No. Look at this. <laughs> that was God's work. I made this Instagram poll asking people, "Are you an Elon or would you rather date Elon Musk or Gronkowski?" Do you know who Gronkowski is? Yeah, I think I chose Gronkowski. Okay. He, the guy that I was seeing at the time said, um, that's so easy, Elon Musk. And I said, but I'm a Gronk as a person. I am not an Elon Musk. I'm a Gronk. And he was like, yeah, you're right. And in that moment, I was like, it's not going to work out. You want to be with an Elon Musk. And I am a Gronk. I am stereotyping successful cis men but I doubt he could handle being with a female Elon Musk. I think he could in a way, like in an Elon Musk way. Okay. Do you, you, know? you don't think he'd be like intimidated or anything like that? Like no, that's like, pretty like, high like, bar. Like a smart, like say like he dated like a researcher at U of T with like okay. long brown hair that like loves running marathons. That's his perfect type. I see. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like thinking too literally. Bank that does like the Scotiabank water marathon and like, you know, like it does like guest speaking at science fairs. <laughs> like, like, you know, like pro- what do you call like a professional science fair? Like guest speaking at like TED talks or some shit like that kind of thing yes is an, an expert in something yeah like in like a smart like a Rory Gilmore type, type. oh my gosh like, that you know, sounds so vanilla to me yeah but that's what I'm saying but if someone wants someone like that you can't you can't oh for sure and like if you I are a Gronk like you're nothing. you're the Gronk of your relationship Ian's and Elon Musk of their relationship it's not hard to see <laughs> there's always someone yeah. that's goofier and like like dumber in a clown funny way and someone that's like more stable and grounded in every relationship oh I am so dumb mm-hmm. and like, people who deny it are lying yeah 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 there's always one <laughs> we're the fun ones of all of our relationships have you have any of your friends out of Toronto since you've known them gone from single to like completely settled down completely settled down married or like right about to be unless they've moved no like I know some like hockey, like wives that have done that. Um, but that's a different lifestyle because they move to wherever they're playing and that's usually smaller cities. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. See, that's, that's no. so telling right there. Cause we have buckets and buckets of names we could name yeah. that have done that in Edmonton. Yeah. None of my friends from theater school or anything are married. None of like in different walks of life that I've met are married or have children. Yeah. yeah. But they do that at like 33, 34. Also the women. 
like my guy, okay, my guy friends that are in their mid thirties are always going to baby shit, like, like baby shit and this and that. Like they, so like, they're still single. The ones, the guys that are 35, but their female friends all have babies and are married. Uh-huh. So I think the key in places like Toronto is dating like nine years older than you. Cause the men, when they're way older than you are the, your same age. They're around that stuff that now you're ready for. I also tell everyone, if you have a king size bed that you want a girlfriend, if you go over to his house and he has a king size bed, he wants a girlfriend. Cause when he picked out the bed, a queen size can fit any man. Yeah. 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 But when he picked out the bed at the bed store, he got <laughs> king cause he was thinking about sharing it with another person. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love your brain. <laughs> and I like you have so many ASMRs of me gulping and I just fin- like two no, hours no. in. I've just figured this out. <laughs> no, 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 it sounds good. It sounds good on my end. I'm doing a voiceover class right now and I'm probably the worst in the class. What's your voice? Okay. Can you give me your voiceover voice? It's for animation. Give so me, I like a teenage girl running. Oh my God. I'm so triggered. Um, <laughs> it's like oh you can speak german speak german that's how i just felt oh yeah that's like you're funny tell me a fucking joke bitch that's what that's exactly what i mean the alberta accent is weirdly like a californian accent from what i can hear people talk i'm like whoa or then it goes the other way where it's like super redneck and it sounds like like some of uh ian's friends are like they do like the the hunting and the like stuff. Like Berta boys like that. Berta boys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I for sure. For the boys, for sure. I blew some snow yesterday. It was cold, but it wasn't as cold as the day before. <laughs> I I think my Alberta accent's gotten heavier since moving home. And yeah. I sometimes I listen to these recordings and I'm like, I sound like a goddamn North Pole bitch. Like this is I always thought I said sorry. Like I've tried to do that since I was in school because it was like something you can't you can't sound super Canadian in an audition. No one wants that. Yeah. So I've I've I thought I successfully like trained myself to not say sorry anymore, but then I did it in this class the other night, and she was. I like, say have to sorry. Watch that. Sorry. Yeah. What are you supposed sorry. to say? Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Is it too late now to say sorry? Is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah. Is it too late now to say sorry? That's are you wearing pigtails? Hey, wait, and <laughs> are you gonna like go online and play some stitch or whatever they call it after this? Like, are you a gamer? You look like Bitch. a gamer, like a I hope people, gamer girl. I purposely did not acknowledge my headphone choice today, uh, because I want people to think I am okay. I'm writing down a word and then you have to tell me how you say it. Oh, I wrote it. Well, you can see what word it is. Um, orange. Yeah. But then like watching Will and Grace and they're out of New York. They say orange. Orange, which sounds so wild. How do you say G-A-R-A-G-E? Garage. Me too. Garage. It's supposed to be. My dad calls it a garage. Garage. (laughs) My dad also calls lattes lattes. And he would tell me, he's like, sometimes when I really want a special treat before work, I get up extra early and I go through that Starbucks uh, drive through and get a latte. Boy, the latte. Like, lattes slap. I got him an espresso. Now he can make lattes at home. Sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going way back, but I didn't realize um, your parents weren't married. Yeah, no. That's, they just never did it. They were like, 
no see that is a flex to me I like love I like it here I just like yeah I'm not gonna find a guy here I don't think so I think that's a fair assessment I was excited for you at first but then just thinking about it it's like the single people are in those big hubs they're they just are and like good quality single people I think and it's too early for me to tell but I really get a different vibe from Calgary like if you ever want to I think I could go to Toronto get my man and then come force him to move to Calgary that's kind of my plan is like I'm gonna go back to the big city steal him kidnap him and bring him to this you know I think that and that's everyone I know that settled down did that yeah exactly so I have like another like I have like a year of hunting in Toronto and then I'll fucking put him on sling him over my back and go <laughs> come oh, I'll be down okay I have to go I, have a I know I know I should let you go we no no so, no I, so I could honestly keep talking for like I know I'm like you're perfect I'm gonna have you on all the time <laughs> I don't know if uh you got any good I got content so much but... good content I got so much good content because I have um Okay, wait, we'll say bye. Thank you, Letty. Wait. Thank you, Letty, for uh, coming on my podcast. And I can't wait to have you on again. It's Brittany, bitch. (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to press stop record.